Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. So, would you say that there are so many planets that there has to be life in the universe you agree with that correct yeah yeah without a doubt so using that logic there are so many nigerian email scams that one of them has to be real possible but not probable but yeah i think just looking at the the laws of averages yeah i'd say at least one has to be real so is that one in like all of the emails that get sent or one that gets sent to me? I'm going to say one of all of them total. Shit. I just get so many. <laughs> one of them's got to be real. Maybe the very first one ever sent was real. And then there were a bunch of guys who were like, oh, man, wait, that worked. The first one sent to me. Yeah. Good. You, you- yes. No, then you I sent them a lot of money, right? Is that was that wrong? Hi, everybody. This is Best Friend Simulator. I'm Josh. I'm Dennis. I just and Dennis Dunbin Nigerian scammed. <laughs> I just really want some cash. Hey, who doesn't? So this is a good time to mention that uh, if anybody wants to sponsor our show, we're more than willing. Um. As long as you're not running a scam using our show, that w- I don't think I'd be comfortable with that ethically. No, wait, no, no, no. Oh, whoa, whoa. What's look? We got the goods. Look, I don't, I don't want right? to put the grift on these nice people that are, are keep... tuning in every week to hear our our, our lovable no. antics. No, I'm not looking to scam anybody. I just, uh, you know, I just want what's mine, or what should be mine. Okay. Brand new car. Well. We see where your loyalty lies. Yeah, you're not loyalty. loyal to these our, our wonderful fans, the best friend simulator maniacs yeah, but out I, there. See, here's <laughs> oh, you fucking maniacs. No, I'm, I am loyal to them, and that's why I want to drive around this great nation in a comfortable automobile, looking for new stories to tell them. I I think if you want to fund a, a vehicle purchase. Through our dedicated fans, you should do it on the level and not rip them off. I'm not. I want. I will take any and all sponsors. And here's the thing: we, it, it, I'll take like you know, super conservative sponsors. We don't ever have to talk about our politics. Do you think that we're one day going to attract any type of alt right, like fan base? I would say no, because. No. Although some of the conspiracy theory stuff I talk about uh, might draw somebody in, but I think once they listen to anything we have to say, they would just call us cucks and shut off the podcast. That's a good thing, right? I don't follow a lot of internet Hey, man, whatever stuff. floats your boat, you know? 
We've never talked about how, that we are or are not liberal. Not that I'm saying we are or radical or right, or left or right wing. You know what I say? Left wing. Left wing. I say all kinds of words that don't make any sense. But I say left wing, right wing, full of hate. That's what I Just say. Just like the Coxbar song. I, I I frequently I frequently quote Coxbar when I'm talking about <laughs> politics. Um, well, I would say if you are all right. Uh, Go fuck yourself and shut off this podcast right now because it's not for you, idiot. Wait, is that for me or for the listeners? For the listeners and you, if you somehow become all right since I last spoke to you. So now you're. So I'm no, an I'm, asshole because I'm I'm trying to tell the best friend simulator maniacs out there that uh, I just want to get paid for making them laugh and. But you're not an asshole for telling half of our possible fan group to to go fuck themselves? Dennis, as a great man once said, you gotta stand for something or you'll fall for everything. Who said that? My dad said it. Wasn't that a... He wasn't the first one to say it. Um, <laughs> he made it up? No. He said it, though. Uh, he often would say it sometimes as he was karate kicking me while he opened the the refrigerator door. <laughs> R.I.P. Eddie. And that 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 just kind of sums it all up. So I'm going to take a page from his book and karate kick any alt right listeners we have on this our fifth episode off the airwaves into the refrigerator. Into the refrigerator. Chill out, idiots. Nice. But now, isn't there going to be some sort of conspiracy-believing left-wing listener that thinks that this is a ploy just to garner favor with the left or the liberal fan? Wait, what? Look, everything's conspiracy, okay? Okay. You're with me? No, I don't follow. So... Basically, all I'm at. So, if everything is not a conspiracy, then you're saying I should respond to one of these Nigerian scams. Uh, listen, everybody, really quick. I'm I'm gonna uh, leave Dennis out of this. This is just between us. Um, in order for me to maintain my vigilance uh, to make sure that Dennis doesn't rip you off and to continue the fight against the alt right, um, I'm gonna drop in just an email address you could uh, send. You can PayPal me some money to right here. Okay. Hey, Dennis. How's it going? I heard every minute oh, of that. I meant to do that in post. Also. This isn't post. This, now, <laughs> now we're just doing seven minutes of pandering to the audience to get cash. I don't. When they all know that we're very well to do. Oh, yeah. I make a ton of money. Uh, speaking of that. You know. <laughs> the amount of money that I make. Um, and this actually ties into our last episode here. Uh, I've I've become very enamored with a a song lately, uh, something called A A A A A Very Good Song uh, by a man named Samir Mizrahi. Have Have you heard about this? No, I don't know what that is. You have uh, an iPhone, right? I do. And do you have like a, a Bluetooth thing, or do you hook it up to your? Can you hook it up to your car in any way? Yeah, yeah I got a wire. Okay, I got a wire that the, the last oh. time you visited, you broke. Oh, I broke it. Yeah, yeah, it's got it was like spring loaded, and you broke the spring. Yeah, that was definitely me. It wasn't probably because you bought it for four dollars. 
it doesn't matter how much it was. The, <laughs> the, the point is, it was working when I lent you my car. You get what you pay for. Anyway, please. <laughs> wow. And speaking of getting what you pay for, wow. um, so yeah. this this track is ninety nine cents, and I wholeheartedly endorse it because if you're like me, and you connect your your iPhone to your computer, or I'm sorry, to your car. Uh, you'll have the thing where it automatically plays the first al- song alphabetically listed every single time, no matter what you have queued up, and it drives me fucking crazy. Uh, this guy has a song called A A A A A, very good song because it will play first, and it is nine minutes and fifty nine seconds worth of silence, which is genius. And and is that the only? Uh, uh, wait, is that what all iPhones do? Yeah. Hmm. When you play, like, when you put it on a uh, shuffle? No. When you plug in, we, we have, like, a USB port on our in our car, and I plug my iPhone in, and no matter what I have queued up, I'll have, you know, my, my podcast app queued up, my uh, Audible app queued up, I'll have a song queued up already that I'm already in the middle of playing. When I start the car, it will override that and then just skip to the first alphabetical song in it. The entire list of songs on my iPod or my iPhone. Weird. So every time I get into the car and plug in the phone, it plays ADI Horror of It All by Anthrax. Mm. Every single time. That's really strange. And that's not what I want. No. I don't mine doesn't do that. Okay. I don't yeah. have a USB thing. I just yeah, have that's, the that's why. headphone jack. But yeah, this guy did this and I, I applaud his efforts. It's worth ninety nine cents. Uh, I did the math. And I know I could definitely make a track like this and just put it on my in my iTunes library and be done with it. But I figured by paying 99 cents for this, I think I make 99 cents at work in three and a half minutes. And I was like, it would probably take me longer than three and a half minutes to make this at home on my own. So why did you buy this? So that I don't have to hear ADI horror of it all. Every time I get into the car while I'm trying to put on another song or podcast or continue listening to my audiobook. Oh, so you're 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 happy about this silent song. Yeah. I'm stoked. And apparently it's made like uh top fifty songs in sales this week. That's ridiculous. It's great. So I'm I'm happy to throw ninety nine cents that dude's way. I guess when your family's like, yo, what do you what the hell do you do for a living? You're like, uh this week I made $50 doing nothing. I mean, I'm sure he's made more than $50. Just this week. It's in the top 50 song sales. It's up there with like Ed Sheeran songs and shit. Oh, he's good. Oh, I like him. He sings the songs I want to hear. God. There's a lot it- of outrage about him. Is he? Is it that awful? I don't know. It's pedestrian i'm just okay. really i'm confused about his hair what about it i don't know it's like a red hazy nimbus floating above his head i don't know what it is about ed sheeran <laughs> but this really got me going the other day i just don't understand like what's everybody yelling about it's pop, pop music is either it's terrible and sometimes it's really really catchy what do you expect maybe what is it about ed sheeran it's that that thing about mediocre white men succeeding constantly. Mm, okay, I guess so. Sorry. 
well, where's our comeuppance? That's what we're trying to do here, man. Yeah, so hit us up on this PayPal account. That's And that's what our hook for getting alt-right dudes to listen to the podcast. It's fun for everybody. I don't, I don't want their no. money. That might have been a misguided joke. I'm sorry. Your computer kind of froze, and it looked like you rolled your eyes, and I don't think you did, but now I think you did. I probably did. Hmm. Can't wait till the video podcast comes out, and it's just a lot of frozen pictures and me coughing with the mute on, <laughs> like now. And my cat's butt. Maybe that's just like an offshoot podcast. The, my cat's butt cast? Yeah. Okay. That'll be the first spinoff show we have. So, Josh, what's been going on? Oh, you know, some stuff. Mm. I went to a, a friend's wedding this weekend. Ooh, look at you. It was beautiful. I cried. Uh, congrats to Amy and Andrew. Yes. You guys had a nice I can't wedding. believe they finally got married. Me too. They've been together, what, six, 17 years? Uh, 60 years. I don't know who either of them are. I know. This is, these are some great True. jokes we have here. This is great. Um, I, I told you before we started recording that if you weren't ready to record today, I was going to just shut down this recording. So uh, that's one tick mark against you. Yo, ho- whoa, whoa, <laughs> hold on, hold on. My energy is up. I am amped. I spent a lot of time in the sun today and the ocean. So I, I apologize if I didn't prepare properly by like meditating. Instead, I went and had fun. But I deserve it. I spent some time driving for a few hours. That's not fun. I hated it. I hate driving. I I spent one hour, 60 minutes, circling Asbury Park, New Jersey, trying to find a parking space just so that I can go swimming. Hmm. How long? One hour. Not like, it took like an hour and a half to get there, but I spent one hour in Asbury Park just trying to find a parking space. That sounds... Fun. And then I attempted to jam my car in between two cars, and I thought I did it, in, except I got out and looked, and I realized that the only reason I'd fit in between them was because I was pushing in out of the way, and I had wedged my car in between both of them. So I decided that I could not leave my car like that, so I had to leave. Does the ever feel like everything is just awful? Uh, yeah, a good part of time. And it's just slowly getting more and more awful? Yeah. Yeah. But then, but, but... What am I going to do? Like, complain because a bunch of other people also want to go swimming? Like, it's just dumb complaint. I mean, I cursed a lot. A lot. But, you know, that's like, isn't that the epitome of first world problems? Like, I can't find parking by the beach. Yeah. Do we still do we still say that? Is that still a thing people say? I don't know. Also, you know, you're talking about my readiness, and you just responded with, yeah. So, that's, you know, <laughs> hey, see this? It's a pen that looks like a sword, and it's a t- tick for you, and I'm just going to write a number, a letter down. No, a little slash. I, I like to think that, yeah, was infused with sort of like a, a longing. Like a, a kind of this a, is, a poignance to it. This is starting to sound like some of our actual phone calls where you just like, give me some just like nonsense response and just like, yep, yep, that's crazy. What are you going to do? <laughs> kind of like people do at the in the line at the post office down at South Park yeah. Station. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> when some crazy person comes in and starts talking to them and they don't really want to talk back. So they just say, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I can't believe the line's so long. It's always this long. Maybe next, maybe next podcast, I'm just going to do the whole thing, just giving you that kind of response. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, what do you say? Look, man. <laughs> and there we have it. <laughs> All right, so I, it's time for a new segment. It's called... What did I mean? What did I mean? And here's where I'll put some music in. So you got to help me out. Okay. I have a shopping list on my phone. I share it with my partner. Lady. Partner lady. That's what I call her. Partner lady. And uh, on my shopping list, it says good on it. Hmm. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, I'm going to go with the obvious here. Uh, Food. Why would I put the word food on my shopping list when it's in between, like, chickpeas and broccoli? Uh. You know how I love my chickpeas. I had chickpeas for dinner tonight. Oh, fantastic. Let's just go through our menu today. Delicious. It's good to know. So, if I was going to type in something that was similar to good... I mean, what would what would the, my iPhone change into good? Do you think I can do an internet search for that? Foo? Were you trying to get foo? Foo? You were trying to no, get goo. Yeah. You are trying to get some goo. Goo. No, it doesn't automatically change into good. This is, Wood? No, why would I buy wood? Wood? And why would it change it into good? Maybe you wanted to buy some wood. Cod. Maybe I was trying to buy some cod. There you go. I'm going to go with goo. You know I think you're trying no, to buy hold goo. On. I just said cod and you said there you go. That's you know what? <laughs> Look, See I don't it? I don't know what you eat. It's another You know I don't eat cod? Who the I don't fuck know am that. I, I don't of, know you. What am I some What am I some queen? And I don't mean that in like the I don't mean like like a dance club queen, a dancing queen. I mean like queen of England. I'm not the queen of England. Look, are you trying to 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 appeal to the alt-right here? I'm trying to appeal to grandmas, because they would also say the phrase dance club queen. Yeah, I know. We should just drop that there. Say you're sorry. Gram- I'm sorry. Grandmas, this podcast is for you. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't eat cod, so why would I write that down on my phone? Write it down. You know what I'm saying. Type it in. <sighs> okay, then goo. It's goo. You're you're going to buy some goo. What is that? What? What kind? What is that? What? What? I don't know. Maybe you were going to try to create uh, Flubber. Or you wanted to find some ectoplasm to conduct some experiments. Motherfucker just, mother, just said Flubber. You Look, know, I'm, try, I'm trying I, to help you here, and this is, uh, this is the thanks no. I get. No, I'm Oh, Josh, I, 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 my brain is not so good. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting what I'm writing here. Can you help me? And I'm trying to figure it out, and I get chastised. You know, I'm glad this is an episode where we're talking to you. You get mad at me because I think you might eat cod? Because... You get mad at me because I suggest you might like goo? I think the audience needs to to know what I have to deal with. I'm having a real problem here. And you're suggesting that I was trying to make flubber? Look, man. That's that's valid. You know what? 
I think that's the end of the what did I mean segment. I'm moving on. I'm, you've, you've angered me. Yo, for real, though, how cool would it be to have some flubber? I mean, yeah, it would be great, but that's not, obviously not what I was trying to buy. You could jump real high. You can. I don't, I've never seen that movie, so I don't actually know what. Neither have I, but I, it seems like you have. <laughs> I just. I remember Robin Williams jumping. He's playing basketball in it, maybe. I don't know why. Did he put the he, flubber in his pants or something? There, he might have. That's pretty clever. Like I said, I've never seen the movie, but you imagine it's fantastic. Cool. Hmm. Flubber. Okay, yeah, so that settles it. You were going to buy some goo so you can make some flubber. Homemade flubber. Some artisanal and flubber. That settle- and that settles it. I hate you. <laughs> you don't hate me. Take it back. All right, I take it back. Just this time. You have three ticks. Go End the podcast. I dare you. I don't even know how I would do that. You I have to go food shopping myself. Your- that means I can get an earlier start on it. And then, And then what? There's no on-off switch. I have to end my recording, and then you could just keep going. <gasps> oh, shit. This is all a ploy by you. I'm, you know what? I'm glad, again, that we're talking right to the audience and not talking to each other that much. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a... Stop it. Stop laughing. This is a very audience-based This is a ploy. Audience, audience, you're on my side. You, you, best friend of maniacs. Uh... This is a ploy for you to get me to stop my recording so that you can continue your recording and gear it towards the alt-right. Um, audience, this is all a conspiracy. Hey, audience over here, it's Josh, your friend, your buddy. Remember, I wasn't the one wondering if we should appeal to the alt-right, so maybe just think about that for when I start doing my own solo podcast. I didn't... No one's going to listen to that. I would listen to it. I did have that great podcast idea of just recording myself when I rode my bike around when I was commuting to school and just the weird stuff that I said to myself and the songs that I would sing. I feel like that would have been a good podcast, but I don't think anybody would listen to it other than you. (laughs) It would just be like nonsensical ramblings and weird curse words and sing song curse words. Right. And I've heard... And I've heard... I've heard the songs that we sing to ourselves, because sometimes we sing them to each other. They're They're not not for the rest of the world. Very appropriate for anything. Yeah. We should keep those to ourselves forever. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Well, hey, Dennis, I'm going to extend the olive branch to you here. Hey, what do you say we keep making this podcast? Hey, look, I'm good for at least three or four more episodes. Let's get to ten. Let's just get to ten. And then you can uh, do your own spinoff about making artisanal goo. Flubber. I think you should stop talking about me making You're a real goo maker, Dennis. It doesn't sound appropriate. I'm a real goomba. Oh, that's what you were getting yes. at. Yes. Because I'm Italian. 100% yes. Hmm. Hmm. Sketchy. S- yeah, speaking of sketchy. Anyway, you had, um... <laughs> Yo, we are nailing these segues. Can I say that? Don't, don't, don't yeah. let this part on right. onto let's, the let's podcast. Let's just here. Let's just let's, let's gonna, just a little, little between pat myself on the back there for I. that one. Yeah, pat, we're we're nailing the segues. We're nailing the made up uh, uh, anger uh, between the two of us. 
we're we're killing it. You said okay, Olive cool. Branch. We're, back we're doing it all right. Uh, so yeah, I, a, a few episodes back, I okay. said something. I was mistaken about uh, reptilians. So I just wanted to make a quick correction here. It's well, it's probably not going to be very quick. So reptilians are the extraterrestrials. Reptoids are the native reptilian humanoids that that evolved here on Earth. I just I just wanted to get that out there. I didn't want to confuse people. And the Draco reptilians are the actual reptilians that I are from the Draco constellation. I appreciate you clearing that up because I did not know the difference. It's an important distinction to make. If I directed you, if you if you met a Draco reptilian, you're like, oh wait, Josh from Best Friend Simulator said that these are the guys that are cool. They're on our side. You'd be in for a world of hurt. Wait, so who's on our side? Those would be the reptoids. The reptoids are on out, like, the humans' side? Yes, from what I understand. Okay. Now, which one was Obama? Um, he would be associated with the, the reptilians. Although, I think... That's why people didn't like him. Well, I should probably actually just dig in here and talk a little bit about okay. reptilians. And, and just before you start, for the record, I don't think Obama was a reptilian. No, he definitely wasn't. Okay, so just, I know that he that was half reptilian. YouTube video that I saw, yeah, I know that that YouTube video I saw where his eyes blinked sideways, I know that was doctored a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Just to enhance. So continue, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is uh, one of the most enduring and fascinating conspiracy theories that I know of. It's pretty fascinating. You know, the basic premise is that there are reptilian humanoids that have come to our planet um, in ancient times, and have been here and are, are controlling the world, they, they form the Illuminati. And a, a lot of this dates back to a, a guy named David Icke. Are you familiar with him, Dennis? Sounds familiar. Please tell me who he was. He was a, or is, a British gentleman. He was a, a football player back in the 70s and 80s, I believe. And then he turned into kind of like a TV personality. And then he sort of, back in the early 90s, went public with the fact that he had gotten really into new age stuff and was believed himself to be psychic and believed he was contacted by otherworldly beings and announced at a, at a press conference that he was the son of the godhead which more or less means mm. he's you know the son of god and then he went onto a tv show called wogan which is a pretty popular talk show and just was destroyed like the crowd was laughing at him and he he said something about you know the best way to get through negativity is to laugh about it and the, the host was like you know they're not laughing with you, they're laughing at you. So Ike hung on. Uh, he he was you know very publicly ridiculed. He was the laughing stock of the country for a while, but he just kept repeating or writing books. He wrote a few more New Agey books about cosmic vibrations and nonsense like that. Until 1994, when he put out a book called Robots Rebellion, which was kind of a hodgepodge of existing conspiracy theories. Uh, a lot of it tied into kind of the militia movement that was happening here in America. You know, a lot of Illuminati, shadow government things, like the whole New World Order thing. And this is interesting because very much like those groups, he evoked the protocols of the Elders of Zion. Have you heard of that? Uh, maybe? Okay, this is a, a, a pretty popular piece of literature in conspiracy theory circles. It is 100% fake, made up. It was, I believe it was exposed to be uh, Russian propaganda from the early 20th century, um, and it was anti-Jewish, and it was 
allegedly a document that the Zionists, you know, the secret like Jewish people running the world, it was their their plan to take over. And it was disseminated and it was outed publicly at the time, hey, this is a fake thing, you know, after a little while. But I think Henry Ford forked out money to have it reprinted here in America in the 40s, um, you know, tying in with... Ah, of course. Yeah. And, you know, it got picked up by the the right-wing sketchy militia dudes out there and believe it's true. Ike has said a lot that he's not anti-Semitic and that he doesn't think Jews run the world. He wasn't... He's not saying that, but a lot of his stuff really falls in line with that. And in fact, his next book... The truth shall set you free. Uh, even sort of questioned the Holocaust. So he's he's a bit shady in that regard, for sure. Yeah. He, so he doesn't mean to be anti-Jewish, and yet he's yeah extremely anti-Jewish. Well, then, so in his his nineteen ninety nine book, the biggest secret was when he took it to a, a whole new level. And here's where I think he became sort of an icon of conspiracy theorists. In this book, he introduced the idea that. The Illuminati, or who he refers to as the Babylonian Brotherhood, because they've been influencing the human race since Babylonian times, were actually extraterrestrial alien reptilians from the Draco constellation. And they began interbreeding with humans back then to get their bloodlines mixed in with ours. And ultimately, they have their their great work of ages they're trying to achieve is a, a fascist world government with a microchipped population. Is there any significance... To this Draco constellation. Is there a reason why the reptilians come from there? Not that I know of. I mean, it might be sort of like... Okay, sorry. It's called the Draco constellation. So maybe he's saying that's where we get the word. Because I, I, I think he says a lot of stuff like our ideas of dragons and things like that come from early reptilians in oh, the human history. Because we, we share the same memories and they know they remember dragons. Go ahead. I'm just coming up with my own conspiracy theories now. <laughs> Write those down. We'll review them. So, so yeah, this this reptilian bloodline goes on, and it's it runs through most of our leaders. You know, allegedly, I, I really quickly want to point out this is all Ike saying this, not me. But yeah, there are a lot of sort of reptilian human hybrids out there. Uh, some of them don't know apparently that they're they're reptilians, but they're all under the sway of this Babylonian Brotherhood who dictate everything. Mm. They're shapeshifters. Some are just human, but they sort of have the reptilian aspect. Some are completely reptilian, and they control their appearance. So apparently all of this is... uh, uh, We're being used by the Brotherhood because they use negative human emotions as energy. So they have carefully engineered the entire world to be what it is. So this shitty awful world that we live in right now is because of them and they're feeding off of all of our anxiety and, and negative emotions and fears and go ahead you, you look like you have a question i saw i i saw a documentary about this okay it's called ghostbusters 2 yeah they use the negative energy to make the statue no they use the negative energy no they use positive energy to make the statue of liberty move and crush some stuff well that's i, I mean that's what Ike, I think one of his core things, and I think it's one of the things that's very interesting about him, is he he has this very bleak picture of the world as it is currently, and he shares that definitely with a lot of these lunatic right-wing pregenitors to the, the alt-right, you know, this crazy militia movement mm. and everything. And actually, he's spoken at some conferences with people like that in the past, and he's gone on record as saying that he thinks, you know, 
the Christian the Christian patriot movement are the people that understand his whole thing the best. They have the most in-depth mm-hmm. understanding of it. But he's also said on record that he doesn't know what's worse. The current system set up by the reptilians are the ones that these guys want to put in to replace it. So he's... Oh, so he plays both sides. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Josh does. And much like oh. Dennis, he's kind of just doing it all for the money. Oh. Oh. Does he make a lot of money from these books? Oh, yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, I've... Yeah, really? he's apparently sold millions and millions of books. He gives... He goes on speaking tours and will sit up on the stage and talk for fucking eight hours. And yeah, he's he's a professional conspiracy theorist. I mean, like, if it wasn't for David Icke, we wouldn't have people like Alex Jones and stuff. Like, he's been on Alex Jones' show a lot. Yeah, but, but Icke says that, you know, we can fight back against this by channeling our own positive energy and seeing through a lot of this stuff. And I think he, he kind of just has kept going with this theory and adding more onto it and stuff. He, I forget what book it was that he, he proposed this, but he actually has gone on to say that our reality is a hologram projected to us from a a portal inside of the moon, which itself is just kind of a big spaceship. Um, And also Saturn too. I think he added after the fact. So we currently live in a hologram. And the reptilians are kind of an intelligent software that have hijacked the signal that comes to us and keep us oppressed. They, they, they shut us off from certain levels of this hologram and they confine us to only five senses. So we can't access these higher senses that could free us from our bonds. How do we get there? Um, you probably, you got to buy his books probably. Do you have to turn the broadcast off somewhere? Probably. Because I saw that in another documentary called They Live. Ooh, yeah, very, very good documentary. Very stirring. <laughs> it's about, it about a wrestler <laughs> who was also a drifter. <laughs> yeah, and, that- and and so, wait, what, so what is the... Uh, who is winning from this? These reptilians? Yeah. They have us on our knees, as it were, and they're they're getting fat off of all the negative energy that they're controlling. You know, we're we're their slaves, uh, apparently. Okay. And it, this this all fits in very nicely with a lot of other conspiracy theorist stuff. You know, the less crazy stuff. This is sort of yeah, I mean, it's all crazy, but this is you know the less out there stuff. The, the stuff saying that you know just the government is this evil thing, and there's the the new world world order is what's really controlling everything. And it's pretty nutty. Hmm. So in Draco, they just live off a of negative energy, not like PayPal donations or anything. Right. Right. You know, Ike is sort of, like I said, he's, he's sort of an icon in the conspiracy theory world. And he's gone on to influence a lot of other ideas. One of my, the websites that I've really been enjoying lately is called Arcturi.com, the extraterrestrial community, which is a, a, a wonderful uh, resource if you want to find out about the aliens that have been visiting Earth. You've got the reptilians, but also there are the greys who have an interesting connection to, to the reptilians. The greys allegedly were started as a slave race for the reptilians. Uh, they, they were cloned, reproduced that way. And apparently the greys had a revolt at some point and broke away from the reptilians and a lot of people speculate that's where the alien abductions have been coming in is that the greys are here 
trying to start a program. And I think I talked about this on a previous episode. They're here starting mm. a, a an alien-human hybrid program because they can't reproduce themselves. And they've been dying out. And I think they keep cloning themselves, but, you know, their lifespans are getting shorter and shorter because they're cloning from flawed material. And so that's what they've been doing here. Well, that makes me sad. Yeah, it's a little bit sad. I mean, not really, because I think they're supposed to be evil, too. I mean, they don't care about humans. But then there's a... This all ties into maybe one of my all-time favorite kind of out there conspiracy theory paranormal things ever, which is the Dolce base, which I could probably talk about in depth later on another episode, but... Just as a, as a quick introduction to it, the Dolce base was apparently a secret government base built in Dolce, New Mexico, uh, in either the 60s or the 70s. Different uh, different sources cite different dates for that. But this was a base built so that the reptilians and the greys could work alongside of government agents to conduct their experiments. You know, they did a lot of sort of psychic research there. They did a lot of things about transferring human minds into different bodies. And they had a lot of genetic experimentation that was at level six, the nightmare level, I believe it was. So this this went on for many years until I think it was in the 70s. There was a this, this guy named Thomas Edwin Castello, who was a, a security officer who claims that he worked there, came out with information saying that there was a, a revolt in the base called the Dolce Wars. Uh, And I think it resulted in close to 70 humans dying because I think the humans found out what the reptilians and the greys were actually doing there. They were abducting people from around the country and taking them back to this base and doing ghastly experiments on them. And the unsuccessful experiments, they were mushing up into like a protein paste to feed to the greys. And when the humans found out about this, they got into like this crazy gunfight with it was, you know, humans. uh, I think there were like green berets in the mix who were fighting against the greys and the reptilians and there were laser weapons and all this crazy shit. I think I think it was like 68 people were killed. Twelve people, I think, were completely vaporized. Twenty people escaped, eight of whom were apprehended and then 12 of which managed to to, uh, evade capture. Hmm. Um, now, now you've included a map yes, of the base I wanted you on, to see this. on our notes yeah. here. This is maybe the worst thing you've ever done. I didn't make this map. Are you sure? I'm sure. It looks like one of us made this map because it's awful. Um, Dennis, I, before you, you continue to insult this map, I just want you to know that uh, people died to get this to us. So show a little respect. They died to put it on the internet so that you can copy it 20 or 40 years later? it's a list let me just can i just explain the visual okay so up at the top there's some mountains there's a ufo in the middle and then there's a there's two numbered lists and around the list is a box so that you could see where the levels levels of each um where the levels of each on the on the in the base are in the base are you got it and then there's a (laughs) I don't know what that is. A little clip art of a car and a little blue tube around it. And it says underground shuttle to Los Alamos. Thank you. (laughs) It's so bad. This is the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) All right. So I got, I don't know. That's all I really had to say about the, the Dulce base. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's one of my, my favorite things ever. I first read about it in a 
book called uh, The Secret Cipher of the UFO Knots, which was some crazy treatise about, I think it was like chaos magic and aliens and stuff. It was, I didn't quite understand it, but I, I there was apparently, I, yeah, there was a testimony of someone who was present during the Dulce Wars. Of yeah, co- oh, of yeah. course. Of course they have that one person. Was it the security guard? No, he went on actually to go on and continue talking about this. And that, it was interesting because he, I think it was him, he was missing fingers that, and he claimed that that was from them getting vaporized by a laser in the base. Um, so he went on the, the kind of the public speaking circuit and, you know, talked to paranormal conventions and different lectures and stuff. And he died, I think... In the early 2000s, I want to say he committed suicide, but this was because, you know, they said he was killed, but but also he he eventually left the base because he had acquired some information. Uh, I think he had like some footage from the base. He had a lot of plans and a lot of documents and stuff, and he was ready to, to break and use that as an insurance policy to keep himself safe, but apparently found out that his wife and kid had been kidnapped by the, the people at the Dulce base and, you know, said if he didn't give it back, they were going to kill them. And he realized, you know, once he got them back, they were not going to be the same. They were going to be completely altered. So he just went for it, just became kind of a drifter, went around trying to spread the word about the Dulce base and was eventually killed. Or in reality, yeah, was maybe a sad dude who was lying to people for money and killed himself. Hmm. Um, it's referenced in the song The Dolce Incident by American deathcore band Oceano. We should start to get into them. They talked about ancient aliens, and that show is on the History Channel. Yeah, I did come across so a, you know what that a book uh, that I'm probably going to buy when this is over about the Dulce Wars. When I was, You're going to buy it when the podcast Yeah, is when I was doing a little bit of research earlier, I came across it and... I checked to see if they had it in the, the Seattle Public Library system, but they don't. So I'm probably just going to break down, maybe buy the ebook version of it. Oh, look at the Seattle Public Library system only insisting on buying fact filled or, or renting out fact filled uh, uh, books to young adults like yourself. Oh, or you could say they're not getting the truth out there to the people that need it. Do the reptilians run the library? I mean, it's possible. That I mean, that is the thing that that's to go back to the reptilians. That's and and, and with a lot of conspiracy theorist stuff is it, you know it's this is all pretty much non falsifiable information. So that's the cornerstone of all of it. Is that like you can't actually prove it's not real, which is how people say, oh yeah, then it must exist. You know, and it you could you can make any kind of argument. You know, I could if you give me enough time, I could make a detailed argument about how the Seattle public library system is run by reptilians. And, you know, I could go out and just cherry pick whatever information I want that fits this and then present a case to you saying, Hey, here it is. You know, that's what all of this stuff is. And it's amazing to me that people buy into it, but I just figure something out. Yeah. The Nigerian scams are just, a part of these aliens and their negative energy because it's getting me upset that it's not real. That you, you sent $3,000 to somebody in Nigeria and now that money's gone. Yeah. So somewhere there's yeah, a reptilian now, who got fat off of all that negative energy. 
$300 down the drain. These fucking reptilians. He was like, thanks, Dennis. This is a great meal. Is he ate the money? No, all all of the, the bad vibes that you got off of getting ripped off. Shit, he sorry, turned that into about, uh, n- <laughs> a big plump ham. <laughs> I get confused about the difference between cash and negative a, emotions. Became a big plump sadness ham. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, now I want to watch this Dolce Bass whistleblower interview with, with Thomas I, Edwin Castillo. I watched it. Do you want to see a weird old guy rambling for, like, an hour and a half? A little bit. Then go right ahead. Did you watch the hour and a half? No comment. Oh, buddy. <laughs> the, <laughs> the blood, sweat, and tears that, 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 you, that you give up for this podcast, um, I'm so impressed by. I definitely watched that before this podcast was even a thing. <laughs> yeah. I was giving you an out. Oh, okay. You could have just taken it. And, you know, if, if you guys really want to, you know, just thank me for doing all that hard-hitting research, uh, you can PayPal me at the email address. I'm dropping in right here. I like they have to <laughs> drop it in. But if you do have real email to send us, hit us up at dennisandjosh at gmail.com. Dennis has one. Is it Josh and Dennis? Ah, shit. <laughs> well, no one sent us any email yet, so I forget. I think, I think it's Josh, Josh and Dennis, Dennis at gmail.com. Uh, Dennis is one in. B- <laughs> BRB. Oh, look, see, I gave you, I tried to be a nice guy and give you give the na- your name first. Top billing. All right, well, uh, I think that's all the time we have for our call. <laughs> uh, humanity, get off your knees. Uh, we have to come up with a new ending. All right, later. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye.